meet me for coffee. Hey, man, it's uh, a pleasure to talk to people about hockey. I know it's a pleasure to talk about coffee, but uh, everyone knows that hockey is one of the biggest passions of mine, one of my favorite sports. Uh, I've got AJ Galante from the Danbury Trashers. Um, if you don't know who he is, uh, you might, because he was the, I guess you were the GM of an amazing uh, UHL team in the States during the lock lockout of the NHL. Was it back in 2005, right? 2005. Yeah, 0405, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so you guys have a pretty cool documentary called Untold Crime and Penalties. And everyone I actually, because I, I, I didn't know anything really about the Danbury Trashers. Up here in Canada, we, we like to watch OHL, some AHL, um, but mostly NHL, right? Now that my yeah. son's in the OHL, I'm watching more. But uh, it it was something that I, I I pulled up, I researched it, and there's like, oh, there's a Netflix documentary about this. So I started watching it, man. And uh, dude, every every part of like I love watching The Sopranos. <laughs> I love watching uh, hockey. I like watching people get their asses kicked in the game as well. <laughs> um, it's definitely a, a, a hockey documentary that everyone needs to see. Um, thank you for, for joining us, by the way, AJ. This is so cool. No, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. So you, you fell in love with hockey at a very young age. I know you were into WWF at the time or WWE. Actually, your, your father once told you that there may be some WWF superstars at your party. Um, from what I saw, there, there was uh, Billy Gunn, The Rock, Triple H, uh, China. Um, who else? Was it just the four of them? Yeah, I think Honky Tonk Man was there too at, yeah, at yeah. one point. Yeah. That's so cool. Um, sounds like you had a great childhood. But uh, one day you were in high school, I believe, and uh, you, you, your teachers were, were starting to be like, you know, congratulations, and you had no clue. Um, you want to enlighten the audience as to what exactly happened? Well, yeah, it's, it's you know, Going back to, you know, starting at that point, I mean, uh, you know, the week prior, I mean, I was a senior in high school. I just, um, my senior year of high school, you know, playing hockey ended. I had a, a bad knee injury. And, uh, you know, the week prior, my father kind of nonchalantly told me he was going to start a minor league hockey team in the fall. You know, my dad, you know, he likes to joke around a lot. He's very serious, but he does like to joke. And I, I kind of like, I joked back with him. I'm like, oh, that's great. Great idea. You know, this, that. And he, he basically said to me, hey, you know, you're going to run the team. You know, you'll be the GM or this and that. I was like, yeah, sure, Dad. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you know, and he just playing back with them. A week later, you know, going back to what you said, I'm in school and, and people are coming up to me and, oh, my God, this is crazy. You're doing this. You're doing that. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> go to the library and, and I hope, you know, I see the newspaper and there's uh, me and my dad's face on it. And I'm like, what the hell? And, um, you know, it says, you know, my dad was bringing the team and, and I was like, wow, he was just like that, man. It was like, he wasn't playing around. And uh, here we are. It just was a, it's, it's, it was a whirlwind then. And it's more of a whirlwind now. It's just unbelievable. Well, you look at the lineup you constructed, you first off got Brent Gretzky. Um, you had, you had like all the outlets, the media outlets, the spe- the sports media down there for your announcement. It's like, and our first uh, announcement is a uh, Gretzky. It's Brent Gretzky. I have his hockey card. I think he played for, uh, the Tampa Bay lightning at one point. Tampa right? Bay. Yep. Yep. Um, and that's all I kind of know about, 
uh, Brent Gretzky. But and then after that, it was a uh, Wingfield, um, the the Nigerian nightmare. Yeah, and, uh, and there was a few other players. There's the one guy without the one guy with one eye, which was yeah, pretty- David Beauregard. Yep. Um, how'd you how'd you find these players? Like, what what interests you about uh, assembling a, a very heavy hockey team? <laughs> You know, man, back in those days, there wasn't social media. There wasn't, you know, Google wasn't much. You know what I mean? It's kind of like it's crazy to think we lived in a time back then where you just didn't have so much data and information as quickly as you have it now. But you find a ways to make it happen. You know, you lean on certain people. Um, One of those things is it's like research. It's like this guy knows this guy or knows that guy. And you just start. You start putting things together. You know, there was a, a big hockey database site, you know, even back then I, I used, you know, I didn't have any other connections. I didn't know any other GMs. I didn't know owners. Um, you know, you, you don't know agents. So it's kind of like, all right, well, what are we supposed to do? And we, we took it to <laughs> hockeydb.com. That was kind of like, I lived on that website. And, uh, you know, you literally like almost like a human video game. You kind of construct something off of uh, technology and that's how it was particularly that first season and, and you got your high school teacher uh hockey's a hockey coach to to help you out construct the team so yeah so so my middle school you know one of my middle school hockey coaches um you know he he ended up working for my dad as well at the you know the uh, garbage company as well and you know we we you know hey next man up you were in there so he he was a you know integral part for us you know especially that first season as well and uh, he was just bawling when people were asking him about, you know, not messing with your father and this and that. The guy just bawling, having a cigar in like a dark room. He's a character. He's a character. That's him, though. You know, I mean, he that's not for show. That wasn't a documentary thing. I mean, that, you know, Tommy's Tommy. That That's uh, since I was little. That's always how he's been. And uh, what really kind of grabbed, I mentioned Sopranos at the beginning of this interview. Uh James Gandolfini uh, signed an autograph picture for your dad saying to the real Tony Soprano. And uh, <laughs> it's almost as if that, that role was, you know, Tony Soprano was kind of modeled after your father. He's got the waste management company. Um, your house was kind of like the same kind of design inside, you know, there's so many things, similarities, right? Um, it's just so cool because it's a story that people have to know about if they don't already. You can check it out on Netflix, and uh, it's just all the stuff that was happening behind the scenes and, and, and in front of your eyes with the hockey and uh, bringing players and putting them into a gated community and having like their lavish lifestyles that people only dream of. I mean, in the UHL, I'm assuming it's kind of like the AHL, right? It's the it's lower down. Yeah, people were living the NHL life. You know, playing <laughs> yeah. in the in the lower league, right? That 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 never happens, right? They definitely had it pretty good, you know, compared to a lot of you know other teams or individuals in, in you know that level of a league. Um, but yeah, man, you know, it's one of those things where those guys are are your product, right? So your team, you know, those players are your product, and. We've always, you know, my dad always taught me, I've always been a firm believer in, you know, how you treat your product. And I, I don't like to talk like that because they're not items, right? But how you treat, you know, your product, your your what you're trying to build is 
how, you know, that's how things will result. And we were a firm believer in giving these guys, um, you know, the best that we can offer. And, you know, I think they um, they took to it, obviously, but I, I think they saw that we were in the trenches in there with them, you know, and uh, we'd be in the locker room with them. We'd be at the games with them. Uh, we were they, they we weren't like suit and tie, you know, guys, you know, we weren't, you know, just showing up at the game at the start and leaving at the end. I mean, we were in there with them and we wanted to provide these guys with um, what we could. And, uh, you know, they, they had it pretty good for the most part. It, the, the legend of the trashers lives on. You can buy some jerseys up on your website. Um, I'm still uh, trying to figure out who I'm going to wear. I, I might wear the Galante <laughs> one, to be honest. Uh, yeah. Well, hey, listen, I never thought a Galante jersey would be selling. I never played a game, but you know what? I, it's uh, it'd be it would be an honor for me. You know, anyone who wears that Galante jersey, that's special. I'm definitely thinking about that and a Michael Rupp one. I think that story is pretty cool. You know, he they go on lock, on, on the the uh, the lockout and uh, he, he gets a call. It's like, hey, this guy wants to pay you in cash. <laughs> what do you mean cash? Like a bag of cash? And then he yeah yeah he ends up coming and playing and you know shooting lights out for you guys and you guys almost won the whole thing right? Which is absolutely yeah. Well, you know the 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 thing is, you know, we definitely um. We got most of our attention for how crazy we were, the antics, the fighting, everything else. But, um, you know, the dirty little secret where we were a good team. And I remember the the first season we ended up making it to the second round. We, we came up a game or two short of making it to the finals that year. And then the second year we we, we lost in the finals, unfortunately. But we, we, um, we had a good team. We had two solid, um, you know, there's a little local debate over here like, who's the bigger trasher team, like year one, year two, it's tough because, um, you know, there was a lot of similar guys on the same team, you know, both years, but there were, you know, different players. So it's, it's a great debate. It's kind of like, what's your favorite movie, you know, home alone one or home alone two. It's kind of like, uh, you know, it's uh, we, we had some, we had a solid team both seasons. Yeah, I fully agree. <laughs> and there's that one moment where, uh, the Nigerian nightmare. Uh, I don't want to pronounce his name wrong. How do you say his last name properly? Uh, Ender. Ender. Yeah, he just like went off. Like he just beat up everybody on the other team. Like, this, <laughs> like you never see that. Um, I know you're 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 trying to recruit names right now to see who the next big uh, the next big trasher honorary trasher should be on your team. Uh, maybe Bob Provert, man. Someone like that. Hey, listen. All I'm gonna say is I'm we're very I'm very strategic who I'm releasing one at a time. But that we definitely got some old timers down the chute coming up, and uh, you know, definitely, definitely, you know, current players, old players, and uh, you know, it's funny to watch people debate on it, right? Whenever I post one, you know, I kind of came up with this concept, the Bad Boys Club, and uh, it's funny because it's not supposed to be the toughest guy, right? So it's not obviously that plays into it, but. No, there might be some players I throw up there that maybe don't win all the fights, but it's a guy that has that that trasher energy. You know, a guy you may love to hate or a guy that sticks his nose in there. Um, you know, a blue-collar guy that's going to, you know, when he's on the ice, you notice him one in one form or another. Yeah, I fully agree. I like the Tom Wilson pick, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, that 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 drew up a lot of a lot of heated debates there, which uh you know, which is fun, but that's, you know, that's the trashers. You, we were, um, 
you know, it, it was kind of, especially back in those days, you know, you were on one spectrum or the other with us, you know, you loved us to death or you, you despised us. So it's kind of, you know, very similar. Yeah, man, I, I fully agree with most of your picks. Biz Nasty one, yeah, that that one's pretty good. I have always liked uh, Paul Bissonnette, man. Uh, pretty good player. Uh, he's got that podcast, Spitting Chicklets, as well. Uh, he does it with, uh, is it Ryan Whitney? He's got the, yeah. the, the pink Whitney that I drank a couple weeks ago and I passed the hell out. It's so fucking strong. <laughs> um, I actually, I, I didn't think it was like, I thought it was like a mixed drink or something. It was actually just a lemonade vodka. It's not like you just pour it in a glass. I just drank it out of the glass. I'll smash, man. Like, <laughs> they don't tell you that part. Um, nah. But I, I really appreciate it, AJ. You, you got an awesome documentary up on Netflix, Untold Crimes and Penalties. Check it out now. And, of course, head on over to the Trashers website. Pick up a jersey, uh, whichever one you want. Uh, there's Wingfield, there's Galante, and there's also Michael Rupp which is one of my favorite players. I was always wondering what happened to Michael Rupp, you know, and uh, now I know because it, it kind of confused me at the beginning when I was seeing him talk about it before I actually dug my, my feet into all of this. And it was like, Michael Rupp was part of the team, which is, that's freaking crazy, right? Yeah. Uh, very early on in his yeah. career. Yeah. This has been awesome, man. Thank you so much. Uh, one of the last questions, meet me for coffee. Do you drink coffee? <laughs> Believe it or not, I don't drink coffee, oh my and I think I need to start drinking it because it's it's uh, it's like I'm working like three full time jobs now. It feels like so. I'm definitely I'm trying to. You know what? Believe it or not, my mother, my mother and my father didn't really drink coffee growing up, so I wasn't around it. I guess, but uh, I might for you. I'll try it out. Well, AJ, I know you're in the boxing uh, industry right now. So if I were in the boxing industry, I wouldn't drink coffee either. I would just get like one of those guys that punch me in the face to wake me up. <laughs> yeah. You know, in this gym, you see a lot of energy drinks floating around. So, uh, I, you know, it's you got some guys that are team coffee, some guys team, you know, energy, whatever nut drink they got going on. And uh, it's, uh, it's, it's definitely split down the middle here. Well, thank you so much, AJ. I really appreciate it. All the best. Thank you.